0: This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. AutoLine has learned that Rivian is going to move most of its operations out of Michigan and over to Irvine, California, where it just bought a huge facility. Rivian will do most of its design, engineering, and technical development there. It will keep some employees in Michigan to finish up current work, but all future programs will be done in Irvine. One source tells us that R.J. Scaringe, the CEO, wants all the tech people in one place. Right now, Rivian has facilities in Plymouth, Michigan, in Irvine, and in San Jose, California. Another source tells us that a lot of people in the Michigan facility are hopping mad. Rivian executives told them that the company was three to four times ahead of where Tesla was at this point in its history. But they feel that All the thanks they get for making Rivian so successful is getting broomed out the door. Wow, did you see the NASCAR race at Talladega yesterday? It was an exciting race, but the big news is that before the race started, the entire NASCAR community of drivers and crew walked down pit lane with Bubba Wallace's car. And he got a warm and lasting embrace from none other than Richard Petty, his team owner, Bubba, of course, is the only black driver in the Cup Series. He's the one who got NASCAR to ban Confederate battle flags. And he's been very vocal about the Black Lives Matter movement. But on Sunday, someone left a noose in his garage, a symbol of racial hatred. That is what prompted the entire community to rally behind him. NASCAR says it'll track down whoever left the noose and will ban them for life from any NASCAR event. And to us, it's really impressive to see this kind of support for Bubba. In fact, I think it's unprecedented in any sport. Hey, be sure to join us for AutoLine After Hours this Thursday when our guest will be Jim Owens, the marketing manager for Ford Performance. That's the part of Ford that handles the GT, all the high-performance Mustangs, the Raptor, the ST, and the RS models. No doubt you've got some questions you'd like to ask them, so start thinking about them and send them our way. And then join Gary and me for some of the best gearhead talk in the industry. Automakers are seeing mixed results getting their operations back up and running. Volkswagen reported that 2% of its workers in Mexico tested positive for coronavirus. It started sending them back a week ago and says in the coming days, it'll remain focused on training and preparation for the start of manufacturing. While other automakers have opened facilities in Mexico, in the city of Puebla, which is where VW's plants are located, it's been one of the hardest hit. By the virus. Meanwhile, Toyota says it'll make 10% or 71,000 fewer vehicles next month than it planned to before the coronavirus hit. But that is a whole lot better than the 20% drop that it saw in June. However, the return to normal is going to be slow. The Japanese automaker still has planned line shutdowns as well as operating some plants on only one shift. And it says it expects to see similar results in August. Apple CarPlay is getting updated. We think the big news here is that owners will be able to share digital car keys with other people just by sending them what's basically a text message. Of course, Teslas have been able to do this for years. The Apple CarPlay feature will first be available on BMWs made after July 1st, and owners will be able to start their car with the app. All someone has to do is place their phone on the smartphone tray and press the Start button. Apple says more vehicles that have these abilities will be coming next year. While the Apple CarPlay screen will look mostly the same, there are new apps for parking, for ordering food, and EV charging. Apple Maps will now even plan out special routes taking charging points into consideration. Along with the new Porsche 911 Cabriolet comes a new climate control system. Closed-top cars typically just use an interior sensor to control the temperature, but Porsche slowly suppresses that sensor as the top is open. Once fully opened, the system starts taking data in from the engine, soft top, doors, seats, and sensors throughout the car. It's looking at variables like outlet temperatures, outside temps, and coolant temperatures, as well as engine and vehicle speed. It processes 350 signals in half-second intervals in coordination, with 20 external and 20 internal interfaces. The climate control system then sets what it thinks is the right temperature, fan speed, and air distribution. So all drivers have to do is drive.
1: Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires. Your journey, our passion.
0: Hyundai is going to strengthen its cooperation with LG Chem, Reuters reports that the two want a new joint venture in Indonesia to build battery cells for future electric vehicles. Automotive Lease Guide helps automakers figure out what a car will be worth in three years. The companies use that info to come up with what they can charge for lease payments. It's what they call residual values. On AutoLine this week, Eric Lyman, the chief industry analyst at ALG, gives his advice on what automakers can do to improve their residual values.
1: Yeah. So the number one thing that we see in this time period is incentives. So if you can minimize your incentives, um, you're not going to put that downward pressure on your used vehicles. So every it's very common sense. You've got a four year old vehicle versus a three year old, same mileage, everything. People are going to pay more for that three year old, right? And so you're you're three to two, two to one, one to new, right? So when you lower the price of that new vehicle, it pushes down the one, two, three-year-old vehicle. We call that the pass-through. So if you put $1,000 of cash on the hood of a car, and I'm going to give away some of our secret sauce right here, we see about $500 to $550 of erosion in a comparable three-year-old vehicle. Now, the kicker here also is, Why do you incentivize and put cash discounts on your car? Probably because your MSRP, your price is too high. So if you can lower your MSRP, you can lower your incentives. You get a double bonus because you're not hitting that that dollar value in the used market by discounting. And you also have a lower denominator for what the industry uses, which is the percent residuals, right? So the percent residual is simply the dollar value in three years divided by the MSRP, so you lower that pricing, you make it, make it appropriate, and you look at Subaru. Subaru has been a, a, a perennial winner in the past of our residual value award. Why? Because they're matching their production to consumer demand. That allows them to minimize their incentives, and they have exceptionally strong residual values as a result. Now, there's a lot of other things they're doing, right? But at a baseline, that's the number one thing they're doing to support their residual
0: values. And of course, you can watch that entire show right now on our website or our YouTube channel. We just had a Lexus NX Hybrid in the auto line garage. And anytime you get an Lexus, you know you are getting into one of the best made vehicles in the market. All the independent studies show that, and they have shown it for decades. But the NX also shows how fast automotive technology is evolving. Even though the NX debuted as a 2015 model, it's already showing its age. For example, at a time when most cars have gone to electronic gear shift buttons, the NX still uses a manual lever, and it feels notchy, especially trying to shift out a park into reverse. I found myself struggling with it a bit. The same goes for the door handles. The inside handles have a detent point that feels like it snaps when you reach it, instead of opening slickly. One of the modern touches in every Lexus model is a scratch pad that you use for selecting items on the console screen, such as changing radio stations. The scratch pad controls a cursor on the screen, and while some people like it, I do not. It's too easy for the cursor to overshoot or undershoot where you want it to go, especially when you're driving down the road. I much prefer a rotary knob. From a driving standpoint, the NX Hybrid delivers a luxury ride but I found the engine to be quite loud when you accelerate hard enough to get it to downshift. Now, keep in mind here that I'm nitpicking. That's what you do as a car critic. You try to find any weakness in a car. In the case of the NX, it's not so much that there are weaknesses, it's just that the state of automotive technology is moving forward more quickly than in the past, and the five-year-old NX is starting to show its age. And with that, we wrap up today's show. Thanks for watching. We'll see you again tomorrow.